0: This is Winning with Wellness, a podcast about inspiring the wellness warrior in you. If you're feeling lost or alone in your wellness journey, or are looking for new ideas and inspiration, you are in the right place. A place you can learn about all things wellness in business, life, and living. Your host, Jenny Rice, will be bringing you inspiring stories and practical tools to improve your overall wellness, personally and professionally. Imagine what living a life of wellness would be like. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome everyone. I am so excited to be a part of this episode of Winning with Wellness and with me is the amazing Melissa Dealey. This woman is a powerhouse when it comes to knowledge and passion for wellness. So I am super excited to dig in with you, Melissa. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited and honored to be here. Oh, it's going to be a great conversation. But before we get started, Melissa, I'd love to introduce you and share your bio with, uh, with everybody that's listening so they can then hear about the professional side of you. And then we can really dig in and, and get into the juicy topics of what you do and how you support wellness. Does that sound fair? Sounds fair. Thank you. Excellent. So, everybody, Melissa is a wife, a mom a girl guide leader, world traveler, and integrative health practitioner. She's also a registered health coach, speaker, and host of her own podcast, Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call. I was actually absolutely wonderfully blessed to be a guest speaker on on her episodes of her podcast. I highly recommend you check it out. Melissa's business is 100% virtual, and she specializes in holding your hand and guiding you to healing, using the power of functional medicine lab tests so that you don't have to figure it all out on your own. So Melissa, we are here to talk about wellness, and you know, one of the things I love for our listeners is really trying to inspire new ways of looking at wellness and looking at wellness choices because you know I've shared this quite often and for those of you that have heard me say this before yes I'm a repeat offender but we most of us have been taught that we're either sick to a point where we need to see a doctor or go to the hospital or we're what is perceived healthy we forget that there's this gray area that most of us which where I was and definitely can dip into still nowadays live in this gray area where I'm actually not well, but I'm not healthy either. So or sorry, unhealthy. So can you tell me what wellness
1: really means for you? So wellness means having the energy mm. to do whatever it is that you want to do in your life. That you're not having to sacrifice doing things because you are depleted and just don't have the energy for it. And we get energy from food, we get energy from sleep, but there's so many things draining our energy. And the number one thing doing that is stress and poor sleep, which are two intertwined things, right? And our we're just so busy in our world today, living this do, 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 go, go, go world. To your point we haven't been taught the importance of prioritizing our health. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about, you know, being, you're not well, but you're not sick to go enough to go to the doctor, right? And so that the doctor really, that is a sick care system. When you get sick, you go to the doctor. There is this whole gray area of prevention that isn't Todd. But when we step into prevention and prioritizing our health and doing little things every day to look after our health, we can live in a place of greater energy and therefore ability to do all the things that we love and not get into that space of depletion, which is unfortunately where so many of us are at for a number of reasons, like stress, like poor sleep, as well as what is our diet? Like a lot of the food that we buy that's in the supermarket shelves, it's nutrient deplete, which therefore we're in depletion, right? So I love that you love that. share this with people.
0: Yeah. I love that you bring about the, the conversation around our food because, and I know we're going to dig into, you know, how to heal our body and, and do those kind of things, but I, this was one of the biggest pieces that came forward to me on my wellness journey, which I'm still on, by the way. I, you know, I, I'm still on, and I think I will always be on. Um, I
1: agree. I think we are all
0: always on a wellness journey, yeah. You know, because right? our bodies evolve and change, and who we are, mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. But what was wild to me was sitting down with my natural path and doing a catalog of the food I ate on a regular basis. And when we were looking at my food, realizing I was actually quite healthy in the food I was consuming, and it was becoming, it was finding that awareness that even though the food I was eating was really good, the nutrients, like you said, that density of nutrients doesn't exist. I can't remember the exact stat it was, but it was something like we need to eat. I think it's a hundred apples or something to get the same vitamin C from an apple, like don't quote me on this and send me hate mail if I got I don't know it for
1: apples, but I know it for oranges. Okay. And tell so- me the one you know for oranges. If we go to back to like the 1940s and 50s, yes, if they ate one orange back then, we would need to eat nine in one sitting to it's get not- the same nutrient value. And who eats nine oranges? It would be physically impossible because there's so much fiber in it. You'd be full before you ever got to nine. But that's how nutrient deplete our soil is, right? And that's just one, that's just one fruit. Yeah. And then you compound that on yeah. everything else. And so there's um, a bunch of stats out there, but one that sticks with me is 68% of North Americans are deficient in magnesium, we're not getting it through our soil and magnesium is critical for over 300 processes in the body. And it's really good at helping the body calm and cope with stress right. at the same, same time we burn through it when we're under stressed. Right. So that's why we're so deplete is we're not getting it through our food and we are living in a stressed out world. And that results in us being depleted and then the body not coping as well with stress and struggling for all the other, you know, mechanisms that it's helping with. Um, Another one as well, um, that's very common um, that we can be depleted in is um, omega-3s, right? Right. And that's because they need to be in balance with each other. And omega-6s are readily available in our food but right. the omega-3s are less available and we have to get those through fatty fish and anchovies and sardines and wild salmon and mackerel. Yes, you can also get it through plant-based foods as well, but that requires the body to go through an extra um, process to break it down into a usable form. And so it's harder than getting it through our fatty fish, but to get the right dose, we really need to be having that four times a week. Well, we're typically not eating fatty fish four times a week, but we're getting lots of omega-6s through our food supplies, processed foods, and almost any food. And that's the inflammatory um, essential fatty acid. So it's creating inflammation in the body and we're not balancing it with the anti-inflammatory. And so again bringing balance of all of these really good nutrients that our body needs is really important. And it's hard to do with our food. You know, I think too, it's important that we realize
0: I, we're in a state where it's, it wasn't created intentionally by let's say the farmer, right. This point, it's just, you know, when we think about how crop cycles work, I mean, I, I'm a kid that grew up coming out to my grandparents' farm and, you know, they would do hay and they would grow hay for the cattle and grow hay for the horses. And then every third year they would do a corn crop because it would help rejuvenate the soil. And, you know, some part of it, obviously, we've modified our foods and, you know, they're, they're, I mean, this is a can of worms we're not even going to open today because like, <laughs> It's a massive can of worms, but I want to give a shout out to our farmers out there and our food, you know, our people that are trying to do it the right way. Yes. It's just, unless we put the nutrients back in the soil and really are conscious of how we're growing, that food, you know, that nutrient density is is going to be happening no matter what. So when we think about that, and I think this will also lead into making sure our bodies are stronger pillars so that they can handle all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm when, when you know, somebody is like, my food isn't doing the things I need it to do. I'm not getting it from there. Are you somebody that would recommend supplementation or, you know, what are, what do you as a family, of course, cause we can't recommend cause people have to right. su- support and all that kind of stuff, but right. for yourself,
1: what do you do when you know, you need no more nutrients from your food? So, yes, I do supplement, right. Okay. And Supplementation is exactly that. It's adding what we're not getting through other sources. So sometimes we need supplementation in the short term. Sometimes we need it in the longer term because those nutrients aren't coming back into our soil anytime soon, right? right. And you're right on a podcast. I can't make any recommendations. I don't know anybody's health history here, et cetera, but it is something that in my work, I can lab test and look and see exactly where people are deficient in their minerals or out of balance in their minerals deficient in their vitamins, et cetera, in order to then based on the lab test, create a personal wellness protocol for that individual so that they know exactly where their body is out of balance and bring it back into balance.
0: And I love that you say that it's personalized. Cause I think that's, you know, when I, like, I, I keep talking about my natural path that I was working with is my journey was unique to me. My family came on board with my journey. Right, because I cook the food. They're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gonna eat what I make. <laughs> yeah. However, you know that you know the changes that were really drastic that had to be made were my personal changes. Mm-hmm. So I love that you you tap in and work with people independently so that they can determine exactly what they need, and you do it completely virtual, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the lab tests get mailed to your home, and it's either a urine sample a clipping of hair from the nape of your neck or a blood spot you prick your finger and drop blood onto a little circle on a card or a saliva test so spitting saliva into a tube oh, and then okay. they get mailed to the lab and then i get the results takes about 4 weeks and review those results with you and provide that wellness protocol and continue guiding you on that healing. So it's kind of that gap that I feel because I have a naturopath, love her, I've worked with her for years. But what I've also seen is um, other people not be able to follow through after being told, this is what you need to do, right? When I was working with the naturopath, I was working with her on behalf of my children. I wasn't the sick one. So I had the energy and the ability to change the way they eat and do it for them. But when it's you, and you're in the muck, and you have no energy, and you're struggling, going to Dr. Google, it's hard, right? And it's so easy for your brain to chirp at you and go, I don't even know if you're doing it right. Why are you bothering? Just go back to what you were doing. That's easier because that's your comfort zone. Of course, it feels easier, right? So I fill that gap by providing recipes and um, meal plans and shopping lists and an app where people can communicate with me to get their questions answered when their brain is chirping, Cause when they get their question answered, then they can talk back to their brain and go, I am doing it right because she told me blah, blah, blah. Right. And that's empowering because you're is. confident in what you're doing. And when the body starts healing, it's amazing. It responds so quickly. And then as soon as you start feeling better, you're like, oh, finally I'm on the right track. I'm doing good. And then you're motivated to keep going with that healing. And the great thing about all of that is when you're guided, you get to get out of that stress state of trying to figure it all out on your own. You're not alone anymore. You can relax into being guided and it's only in that relaxed state where the body can truly heal. And I know that I've heard you say in other podcasts that we're not meant to do this alone. And I fully agree with you because it's stressful to do it alone and the body can't heal in a stress state.
0: Well, and I can actually speak and testify to that exact thing. When I had to pivot and change my diet, and I mean drastically change my diet, it was literally, I felt like I was blindfolded in a haunted house. I know that's a really (laughs) weird description, but it's like you go into the grocery store and you're buying really expensive things because it meets the requirements of what you can't eat and then you taste it. And it's kind of disgusting, you know, or some of it was amazing. Don't get me wrong, but it's literally, it's like, you're walking through this minefield of not knowing what to do. And
1: exactly, you know, creating habits takes teamwork. It absolutely yeah. does. So it is so hard to do it on your own. And so that's why providing recipes and the recipes are delicious. Like I've had people go, Oh my God, these are amazing. Oh, I'm, I've cooked and some I of those them. recipes. They're delicious. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so when you have that guidance, it just makes it so much easier and just not figuring it all out on your own is yeah. so much better. And it is hard to change those habits because we've eaten that way our whole life right? Well, it's and the really ironic is. thing is it's not necessarily, you know,
0: like I, I shared my, my, the food I was eating was actually healthy food. Mm-hmm. It's just, it mm-hmm. was no longer healthy for me. So exactly. that's, that's, that was the biggest shift is, yes. you know, it wasn't even just giving up eggs, et cetera, dairy, gluten, right. those kind of things. It was, it was like, oh my goodness, this this isn't bad food. I'm not, I'm not at, you know, the fast food drive through and those things right. on a regular basis. It was just good old fashioned food that just didn't serve me anymore. So, yeah.
1: and that's, I think too, that's a really good point because so many people think that, well, if it's healthy, it has to be healthy for everyone. And that isn't necessarily the case because every single one of our microbiomes are different. And what might be healthy for you may not be healthy for me in this moment. And our microbiomes go back four generations on mom's side. Where was your family living four generations ago, right? So there's different cultural and ethnic foods that are going to come in there that may be better for you than what you're getting where you're currently geographically living. Right. And so understanding that for people is really helpful. And again, I can run a lab, a food intolerance test lab to help people discover what their body isn't liking right now. So they can remove it and lower the stress on their gut and let it heal and then reintroduce. And it's not that they're never going to be able to eat it again, but they're maybe not going to eat it as often. And they're going to have greater awareness around how it makes them feel because right now it's hard to know because with intolerances, it's generally two to three days later that we have the reaction. Well, you're yeah. like, I don't remember what I ate two to three days ago. No. <laughs> do I don't know what that was, right? Oh my gosh! So yes, you can do a really intense food diary, but that takes time to narrow it down. Or if you want the quick path, you can just do a lab and it'll tell you everything and it'll lay it all out and you'll know exactly what your body's not liking and then how long to eliminate it for. And then when you can start reintroducing it.
0: Well, and you know, I'm an advocate for doing the the blood work and I'll tell you why. I, I'm like, you need to get me to the path of least resistance because exactly. <laughs> if I've got to write it all down, pay attention to how I feel, like cook the food, do all the things, like, just tell me what I, what I need to change. That's, you know, that's exactly. right. So, right? So we're or just funny. too
1: busy to do all this extra work over here yeah. and then still be unsure at the end because we're again, doing it on our own and yeah, we don't exactly. know if we've done it right. So, <laughs> I was like, Oh, just do the blood work. So I've got one other question for you that I'd like to
0: ask before we, you know, round up our time together. I was curious. So let's say that people are not ready to jump in and, you know, you know, do the blood tests and do all those things. Mm-hmm. When we think about overall wellness, I know you're an advocate for detoxifying, and detoxifying mm-hmm. your home and, you know, your environment and all of mm. that. What is a couple of things that that you could share about lowering your toxic load? For one, can you explain what that means to people? Yeah. Because not everyone knows what that means. I know I did toxic load. I'm like, what are you people talking about? <laughs> right. We, we forget that we, you know, not everyone speaks, yeah. world, speaks yeah. our language, but Um. yeah, I had a whole other vision what toxic load meant when I was, uh, when I first started in this journey of for myself. So if you could just tap into that a little bit before we finish our time together, it was such a vital piece of my, my healing process. I'd love for you to share your,
1: your story around it. Sure. So our toxic load is literally, what is that burden that toxins in our world today are putting on our body? And the scary thing is, is that since World War II, almost 100,000 man-made chemicals have been introduced into our North American world. Europe is much, much stricter. They only have 8,000 compared to our our 100,000. Yeah. And the human body evolves so slowly over time that we have not yet adapted to this high level of toxicity and our body doesn't know what to do with it. We're putting great burden on our liver to try and process this and get it all out. And at the same time, just going back to the nutrient deplete soil we talked about, the liver detoxes in two phases and it needs very specific nutrients for both of these phases. And we're still getting the nutrients we need for phase one through our food, but the nutrients we need for phase two are not in the soil anymore. Mm. And phase two is where the body actually can bind up these toxins and get them out. And Mm if we're not getting the nutrients, we're not supporting our liver while we are overburdening it through no fault of our own. Right? So it's a double whammy for our poor liver. And these toxins are coming in through our airways our waterways we're breathing them in, walking down the street, the toxins from car, you know, exhaust fumes, et cetera. And we're putting them on our skin through personal care products. And when we put them on our skin, it takes 26 seconds to get into our bloodstream and then circulate throughout our entire body. At least when it goes in our mouth, we have a chance for the liver to try and detox it and protect our bloodstream from it. So we live in a toxic world. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. We can't escape the toxins anymore. But what we can do is work to lower our toxic load and to help our liver get those toxins out. So, to your point in lowering our toxic load, we can do this through, you know, replacing. I'm not one that says you have to throw everything out and start fresh. Right? Let's live in as you. cleaning product in your home, if it's not a non-toxic product, then when you're finished it, replace it with a non-toxic product. Mm -hmm. There's so many companies out there today now that are offering this, right? Your personal care products, replace them as you finish them with non-toxic options. There's, you know, as examples like Young Living and doTERRA are two companies. There's so many, but there are two that I use for my um, cleaning products and some of my personal care products. True Earth is a great company that has um, laundry strips so that you just put a non-toxic strip of detergent in with your wash and wash your clothes and you're not using a chemical detergent. Dryer balls. I love them. I have six in my dryer. I love my dryer balls. Right. And And then I put my essential oil on them. (laughs) Exactly. So it smells nice. And then you're not using those lint sheets, which are highly toxic. I was telling a client this the other day and I said, just throw them out. And he goes, no, no, before you throw them out, what you do is you put them in the engine of your car under the hood, because I had mice get into my engine and eat through the wires and that cost me a small fortune. So I put them there now. So the mice stay out of my car. And I'm like, see, even the mice know they're toxic. (laughs) And he goes, oh, good. Point. Right, the
0: mice right. know the truth. Right, <laughs> right. So that's what you can do with any leftover right. I love it. I love it. We're not only are we we we're
1: wise. We're we're practical. <laughs> we're However, I don't know them. what happens if you drive around with them for too long. Like I hope they don't combust. So way yeah. <laughs> about that. So. <laughs> oh my Maybe God. they just go in the car overnight and you take them out the next day. I'm not yeah. sure. Anyway, so. That's how you lower your toxic load. Uh, You know, if you're moving home, what's going on in the home? If you're replacing flooring, like look at the kind of flooring that you're buying. Look at the furniture that you're buying. What's been sprayed on it? I just bought a new mattress recently from Endy. Love my Endy mattress and also love knowing that it doesn't have any toxic coatings on it because i'm sleeping on it for eight oh, hours it doesn't right? okay right? Good to know because i'm looking <laughs> for a new mattress yeah andy and it comes in a roll it was delivered in two days to whistler so you're gonna get it really fast It comes in a roll and you unwrap all the plastic from it and it just poof. and it took probably about a week for my body to get into that comfort mold oh, then it became a problem getting out of bed in the morning not because <laughs> i wasn't not because i was still tired But it was just so lovely lying there, right? Good to know, good to know. Important to look at your furniture too, right? Agreed. And then the other thing that I love to share with people is discovering the toxic load on your body today. And so Mm -hmm. I have a quiz and I know you're going to put it in the show notes. It's a free quiz to discover your toxic load. And it takes you through a whole series of questions of symptoms in that the way your body talks to you and these symptoms are asking you to do something different. But so often in our busy world, we ignore them Mm -hmm. or we write them off as aging or genetics or seasonal allergies. And we don't do anything because we don't think we can, but this is a huge aha for people because they're like, oh, you mean I can do something about this and I don't have to live with this nasal drip or whatever it is, right? And through detoxing, we can eliminate many of these symptoms and lower that that toxic score that you have, clear up the pathways inside your body, get the toxins out, lower the inflammation on the body, and that's absolutely critical. Because when we lower the inflammation and we get the toxins out, we're reducing the chance that your body will signal to turn on disease. We know with epigenetics now that we all have genes in us that predispose us to some diseases. But it's the environment that we create inside our body that determines whether those genes are turned on or not. And it's only, they're only turned on genetically without the impact of the environment in only five to 10% of the cases, which means in 90 to 95% of the cases, you have control, which is really empowering. So you get to make the decision on the environment you create inside your body. So I teach people how to create an environment that is inhospitable to disease. So we don't turn those cells on. And we can stop all of the chronic illness that's happening in the world today. Oh, Melissa, I love
0: that. And, you know, you're preaching to the choir with me. I definitely am, but you know, I always wasn't that way, you know, and for any of you that are listening that are right, like we're all led. We all do the work we do now because we were the person that needed the help (laughs) back, you know, five years ago, three years ago, whatever that looks like. So Any of you that are listening that feel, you know, you might be overwhelmed by this concept or are intrigued by it. I think it's beautiful, Melissa. Thank you so much for putting in that detox quiz. I'll make sure it's put into the show notes. But also too, don't forget to head over to Your Holistic Earth for your free membership. Melissa's actually a member of Your Holistic Earth and you can find her there. If for some reason you don't have access to the show notes, you can find her in our directory on the website there. So do not hesitate to reach out because um, you are a wealth of information, Melissa. Thank you so much on behalf of myself and the listeners for being here. So appreciate your wisdom. And um, yeah, there's some of those nuggets, like well over 100,000 chemicals. I love the four generations on your mom's side. I was like, oh, they were in England. I don't think the food was that great. (laughs) 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 you know but these are the things right these little tidbits of information yeah so
1: yeah well and I go back two generations on my mom's side just to my grandma who was born in Christchurch New Zealand in 1916 and they grew all their own food on their property and that was before World War II so we didn't have this high toxic load that we have now and she lived to 101 and two weeks fully cognitively functioning, making all her own meals, lived at home, died in her sleep one night. Mm -hmm. And I always said, I want to grow up and be just like her. Mm -hmm. And then I look, well, can I? Like, where am I at? And I went, hmm, I was raised in Tokyo, Japan in the seventies in the height of manufacturing plants spewing out toxins. So- maybe I'm just a little behind the eight ball. (laughs) I need to do something. I got some work to do. And that was part of my journey. And I was definitely guided to this work, but that was a part of my journey was discovering what toxins are doing to us and how much we can do to counter that. Except that they're always going to be there so you can't fight it and take those extra steps in order to counter them so that you can create that body that's in hospitable to disease. Cause I have a lot to do on this planet. right? Oh yeah. Like I and don't have time to, mm, no,
0: thanks. Exactly. I, mean, I just love that you share that. And you know, in, in closing, I really encourage all of you out there to remember and much like Melissa was sharing, you have choice. So yeah. like Melissa says, she's not asking you to throw out all the chemicals out of your house. That's you got to find what suits and is resonating with you And if anything, if you're just curious about it, dig into the concepts. You know, Melissa's information will be in the show notes. Ask her some questions, seek her out. But just be curious. That's all we ask. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, Melissa, thank you so much for being here. It was absolutely a pleasure and a joy and um, wishing you all the best. And we inspire you to ignite the wellness warrior in you. So thank you. I love that. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Winning with Wellness. If something you heard today sparked your interest or fired up your curiosity, please head over to Apple Podcasts now. Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Your review helps us ignite the wellness warriors in others. Your community is waiting for you. Don't forget to activate your free wellness membership to your holistic earth. You'll find the link in the show notes. It is never too late to redefine your wellness and you don't have to do it alone. One small action can lead to life-changing results. I know because it did for me. And from my heart to yours, thank you for sharing your most valuable asset with me, you.